Hi, good morning, friends. Uh, welcome to today's morning briefing. Uh, first, a disclaimer that this is only for educational purposes, and we do not recommend or advocate any stocks mentioned uh, during the call. Uh, let us look at what happened in North America yesterday night. Dow Jones closed in negative territory uh, with minus 160 points down. S&P closed minus 28 points down. However, Nasdaq uh, remained flat with almost zero percent or zero points gain. Uh, so this is the second day in the row when the markets in US have been correcting, and we need to see what is the impact of this one. Um, also, very important news coming from India-China border. First of all, the situation in India-China border is very serious as per the External Affairs Ministry, and the market may sooner or later account uh, for the same if the situation persists. On the macroeconomic side, KV Commerce Panel has identified five financial parameters to gauge the health of sectors facing difficulties. It has selected 26 sectors uh, which will require restructuring following the crisis brought on by coronavirus pandemic. This includes trade, textiles, engineering, NDFCs, powers, uh, power sectors, steel, and real estate. It has also identified sectors which uh, largely remained unaffected such as agriculture, food, pharma, and IT amongst other key. So these are some of the sectors which are largely affected identified by the panel that we need to watch out for and government could uh, support them by way of stimulus. Uh, now let us analyze the FI and BI data. FI sold shares worth 7 odd crores and BI sold shares worth 8.5 odd crores. So the FII Sold data is, is seems to be less, uh, but I think they have been trading huge quantities, and the net impact is a sellout. So uh, seems the market mood is turning negative now. Now something on the resistance and support level. Uh, key resistance level to watch out is 11,8110, and the key support level to watch out is 11,340 for Nifty index. For Bank Nifty, key resistance level to watch out is 23,340. And the key support level to watch out is 21,455. Uh, maximum call open interest uh, stands at 11,500, followed by 12,000, which will act as the resistance level for Nifty Index. We have seen call writing at 11,300, followed by 12,100 level. For put, um, we have seen maximum put open interest at 11,000, followed by 10,700 level, which will act as support levels. And we have seen put writing at 11,300. Uh, followed by 10,800 level. Maximum paying uh, remains at 11,400 level. On the non-speculative side, we have seen high delivery percentage in SBLI, Bharti Airtel, and Ambuja Sunan. So these are some of the stocks that you need to watch out for. On the bulk deal front, uh, Shivam City Union Finance uh, has stated that archive acquisition, which is an STI, has bought 12.23 lakh shares in the company. At a rate of 9.65 per share, uh, Corolina acquisition, which is uh, FII, uh, was the next seller on the NSC. On India uh, Bulls Housing Finance Counter uh, uh, side, Franklin Mutual Savings Fund, uh, which is Franklin Mutual Beacon Fund, has sold 31 lakh shares in the company at a rate of 194 rupees on the NSC, and we need to watch out for the impact of this uh, activity. Uh, of this corporate institutional activity on India Bulls Housing Finance Limited uh, stock prices. On the automotive side, Mother Sun Sumi has proposed NCD 
worth 3,000 odd crores, uh, and the same has been assigned um, negative rating, uh, which will certainly impact these uh, fundraising process. Uh, some good news coming from Maruti Suzuki side. Maruti Suzuki India has reported 11% rise in August production, which is certainly higher than what produced in July season. This could uplift the uh, mood in the automotive segment. Some interesting news coming from the uh, banking uh, segment. Uh, husband of Chanda Kochar, the HMD of ICICI, uh, Mr. Deepak Kochar has been arrested. Uh, by GB, this failed to make headlines amongst other investigative news yesterday. However, the same as per investing.com confirms corporate governance issues existed at the ICICI Bank. So, we need to see what is the impact of this activity on uh, ICICI Bank stock prices. This is a, a, an activity. So, this is an incident which has happened in the past. Uh, India's largest lender, uh, State Bank of India, on Monday, there is 4,000 odd crores in perpetual bonds at a record low coupon, uh, which is a sign that investors are still willing to invest in these securities once again after the Yes Bank episode, which saw the private lenders' perpetual bonds being written off under its rescue plan. Um, and final news from the IT segment from my side Dollar um, Capital has given a target of 795 for HL technology. Uh, so this is all from my side. Over to Nitinji and Abhishek. Uh, thank you, Puratan. So news from healthcare world. DRL has uh, launched resistant injections in US, which are indicated in breast cancer treatment. COVID situation has accelerated extent of digital footprint in pharma retail, which has created a possibility of pharma companies getting visibility on their product movement at secondary and tertiary sales levels in a much better way than they had till now. Karma Remedies, a Gujarat-based company, has picked up minority stake in another Gujarat-based company, La Chandra Pharma Lab, having a production facility in Palanpur. La Chandra is a manufacturer and supplier of pregnancy care drugs progesterone in India and has also some international regulatory approvals for a range of hormone APIs. Hamdard Laboratories has received regulatory approvals to begin the proof of concept clinical trial for its Infusa and Kulzam drugs to prevent COVID-19 infection. DCGI has approved phase two trials of COVID vaccine by Bharat Biotech, which will have about 380 participants. Cadilla Pharma has launched Obetocad in India, which is a generic version of Ocaliva, primarily used for the treatment of primary biliary cholangitis and also in the treatment of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, acetyltyrsis, gallstone diseases, etc. Alembic Pharma subsidiary has secured USSBS tentative approval to its ANDA for a tetroskinial injection indicated for the treatment of pulmonary arterial hypertension. With this, Alembic has now a total of 131 NDA approvals from USFDA. Bureau of Pharma PSUs of India, which is the implementing agency of Pradhan Mantri Janaushadi Pariyojana, has clocked nearly 100% increase in sales turnover at 146.59 crore in quarter one of FY21 as compared to 75.48 crores achieved in Q1 FY20. 
in an indication of intensifying uh, the struggle on e-pharmacy issue. Uh, AICDF and AIOCD, which are the rival organizations of pharma distributors and retailers, have decided to join hands for a common cause of stopping e-pharmacy. E-pharmacy has been seeing a lot of turbulence in the past one or two months and this is one more addition to the uh, development on this front. A public interest litigation has been filed in Supreme Court against 10 top pharma companies alleging that sale of remdesivir and favipiravir is happening without valid licenses. The litigation application claims that these medicines have not been certified as medicines for COVID-19 till date as the same are under trial and no country including India has issued a license to manufacture and sell them in the country. Indian government is reconsidering the inclusion of Roche drug Tocilizumab in COVID-19 treatment protocol after new evidence has emerged that it does not improve the condition of people with the disease. We have to see whether Tocilizumab will be taken out of treatment protocol in the coming days. WHO has revealed that it is in talks with Indian government for joining COAX global vaccination allocation plan. Phase 3 clinical trials of the Russian vaccine Sputnik V for coronavirus will be held this month in several countries including India. The preliminary results are expected to be published in November 2020. In somewhat of an indirect relief news, country's biggest COVID care center situated at Bengaluru International Exhibition Center will be shut from October, September 15 as it is not dating patients. So this is, on a positive note, we end today's healthcare uh, sharing of uh, development. Wish you a good trading day. Yeah, many thanks for an interesting update on uh, pharma sector. Uh, over to chemical, agrochemical sector. The Pesticide Management Bill 2020, which is PMB, was introduced in Rajya Sabha on 23rd March this year. Uh, this is to replace the Insecticide Act 1968, which currently governs the re registration, manufacturing, export, sale and use of pesticide in India. While PMB is noble in its intent, it may it, it has many lacuna uh, which could end up hurting the interest of farmers and Indian agriculture. The bill is stated, slated to come up for discussion and subsequent consideration in the impending monsoon season of parliament, which is beginning 14th September 2020. Now, in its present form, uh, the bill has gaps that can directly impact the center's goal of doubling farmers' income by 2022. Significantly, the Committee on Doubling Farmers' Income has stated, uh, and I quote, in India, the farmers' crop yield losses range from about 15 to 25% owing to presence of weed, pest, disease, and rodent, even though pesticides could be inevitably for uh, protecting crop yield per acre pesticide use is much lower in India as compared to other countries. India uses a very low average of 0.5 kg per hectare of pesticide as compared to 7 kgs per hectare in US and 2.5 kgs in Europe. Uh, so 
so we need to watch out how this uh, bill comes into force and what's the discussion around it during this monsoon season session of uh, parliament uh, we'll keep an update on this and share with you uh, as it progresses so india received about 9% above normal rains this monsoon season uh, so far and as per the sowing coverage data released by union ministry of agriculture and farmer welfare the acreage of paddy which is the chief uh, kharif crop has reported about 396 lakh hectares in the current season so far and this is as compared to 365 lakh hectares in the corresponding period of last year uh, this is an increase in area covered area co- coverage by about 8% and the acreage of all kharif crop in the ongoing sowing season rose to a new record of 1095 lakh hectares uh, which is about 6% higher than last year's figure uh, the final sowing figures for the kharif season will be closed on october 2nd 2020 and this will give us an guidance of how the kharif season will pan out so i think there's uh, some good good development uh, in terms of agricultural activities and this is uh, by far supporting the overall rural sentiments few results that we were tracking uh, gravels and wheels has reported their financial result for this quarter uh, ended 30th june 2020 the company reported a total income of about 65 uh, odd crores which is about 63% lower as compared to the uh, previous period uh, they reported 178 crores during end of march 31st 2020 the company has posted a net profit of about 1.1 crore which is again 94% lower as against the net profit of 22% uh, 22 crores for the period ended march 31st 2020 zuari global has also reported their quarterly numbers the company posted a total income of over 202 crores which is 45% lower as compared to 371 crores uh, reported during the period ended march 31st the company has posted a net loss of about 47 crores uh, which is which has been improved by 65% uh, the previous uh, loss numbers that they had reported in in the period ended march 31st was about 135 crores few result that we'll be tracking today is dishman carbogen uh, indoborex spencers retail cesc chd chemical and few others we'll keep you updated with this uh, till then have a nice trading day ahead